Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis. Today's show features an interview I had on Rudy Max's World on the 13th of October, 2012, where I talked about my newest book, airsafe.com airline complaint manual. If you travel, you may occasionally have complaints about airlines, maybe about the TSA. My next guest is here to help you, and in fact, he's written a book to help you. Dr. Todd Curtis is the man who curates the website airsafe.com, and he has a new book out called airsafe.com's Airline Complaint Guide, subtitled Your Guide for Complaining to the Airline and to the TSA. Uh, Todd Curtis, thank you for joining us again. Nice to have you back on the show. Oh, glad to be here. And by the way, before I start talking to you, let me tell our listeners that if you go to airsafe.com and just sign up to receive uh, bulletins and news on air safety issues and aviation issues, there's no cost for this, by the way, uh, Todd will send you a free copy of the book. So not bad. So um, first of all, what do most people complain about when it comes to travel, Todd? Well, not surprisingly, baggage, whether it's carry-on or check baggage, is the source of most of the comments and complaints I get at airsafe.com. And let's and before we talk about how you complain, what could people do to avoid getting to the point of complaining? The biggest thing people can do is just do a little planning ahead of time. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Uh, for example, a lot of the check baggage complaints that I get, if uh, people had practiced a little bit of uh, planning and common sense, there wouldn't be a problem. I mean, for example, you really can't complain about losing your laptop that you put in check luggage for a couple of reasons. Uh, the biggest being, airlines won't compensate you for the loss. I think the, the rule of thumb is don't put anything you don't want to lose in a piece of check luggage, correct? That's correct, and it doesn't just have to be electronics. It could be cash, traveler's checks, your favorite toy, your prescription glasses, anything you can't do without or anything that has a high value, whether sentimental or otherwise, keep it in your carry-ons or keep it on your person. I know we should have some sort of contact information uh, in the form of a luggage tag or something similar on the outside of our luggage. Are you a proponent of putting a piece of paper inside the top of your bag, inside your luggage with uh, your contact info? Oh, most definitely, because sometimes luggage tags, especially the ones that are sort of attached by a little string or something, might get ripped off. A water could get on the label, the ink could run and not be readable. Any number of things could happen where if you had some kind of contact information on the inside, the airline can get the bag back to you quickly. So let's say you've done everything right, but still things go wrong with your baggage. How do you complain effectively? And I know it's not by going up to the baggage counter by the... Uh, at your terminal's luggage carousel and pounding your fist and swearing, correct? Well, absolutely not. But you should go to that luggage carousel or go to the manager on duty or whatever airline representative they have in the cargo area and the baggage area and tell them, hey, my bag's not here, my bag's damaged. If they have a process, filling out a form or going through any other kind of procedure, start that process immediately. Don't delay. Let's turn attention to TSA. Let's say you go through the line, you are treated rudely, you ask for a private pat-down room, it's not granted, something goes wrong. How do you right there, on the spot, effectively appeal or complain? Well, the first thing is you should ask for some kind of supervisor on duty, and there will be a TSA supervisor of some kind, either right there in the area or somewhere in the airport. If there's a problem, you're not being treated right, or someone said something to you that was completely out of bounds, deal with it right there. And if you can't deal with it then, if the bad thing happens to you, you were treated rudely, you were patted down in a way that was totally inappropriate, don't just keep it to yourself. There are procedures, there are complaints that you can do with the TSA specifically for those kinds of things. If you've been discriminated against, 
if someone said to something to you because of your apparent religion, the way you were dressed, that you think that was somehow discriminatory. There is a formal process that TSA has has for documenting that and taking care of it. And I would think in both the case of the TSA and the airlines that you should keep a, a record, people's names you spoke with, what time you spoke with them, where you were when you spoke with them, any quotes that you can remember. Oh, absolutely good advice. And that, that's not just for the TSA. If there's a problem, whether you're bumped from a flight or you are assigned the wrong seat or sitting in a terrible part of the aircraft, as much information as you can put down, do that. Uh, the, te- the times it happened, the flight numbers, the airport, which gate it was or which uh, screening area it was in the airport where you had a problem. Anything that could allow the airline or the TSA to get to the bottom of the problem, put that down someplace. And you may have this in your book, but I've always been an advocate of a one-page letter, even if the chronology and all the notes you took lend themselves to six pages. You can always keep that in reserve and hold that for if the issue goes forward further. But I know as a consumer travel journalist, sometimes folks write me with their problems, and some, it'll be a six-page, single-space letter, and you know my eyes glaze over. I, uh, it, it's much more effective, I think, to keep it clear, leave out the emotion, and just the facts, ma'am. Well, that's, that's right. And you have to keep in mind that there are going to be human beings on the other side dealing with this letter. Uh, if it comes across their desk, it could be one of dozens that day. If you have it right there in front, hey, this is what happened. Here's what went wrong. Here's what I'd like to see have happened to make this better. Make it very clear to the person. Have all the supporting information you need, but get the story clear and to the point and get it up front. That's important, asking and saying what I want. I want 10,000 bonus miles. I want my money back. I want it to pilot. Whatever it is you want, ask so they can figure out whether they want to give it to you. My guest is Todd Curtis. He is a curator of the website airsafe.com. You're welcome to go there and subscribe to his mailing list and get a copy of his new book about how to complain. Um, Todd, have you ever had any trouble with the TSA yourself personally while flying? I've only had very minor problems with them. I've never been uh, pulled aside in a way that I thought was discriminatory. Now, I have issues with the technology they use for some of the screening and for the level of training that TSA officers have. But myself, personally, I've never had a serious issue with them. Have you ever had a a a piece of baggage that was finally absolutely gone lost? Uh, Fortunately for me, I've never had one that was totally lost. My worst case scenario was it was gone for a couple days, the airline got it back to me. But strangely enough, the closest I came to totally losing a piece of luggage, I took one of these shuttle van services to the airport, and another passenger accidentally took my son's bag with him. And we didn't realize his carry-on was not there until we realized, hey, this isn't your carry-on. I've actually been the guy who took the wrong bag once. Fortunately, <laughs> it was cured very quickly. But you also you also mentioned in your book that that children, unaccompanied minors flying alone has gotten a bit more complicated. It is more complicated for a couple of reasons. The biggest being the FAA doesn't uh, regulate that at all. It's totally up to the airlines, which means every airline will have slight variations in the same basic rules. And the basic rules are as follows. There are certain children that cannot fly alone unless they're in the unaccompanied child program. For example, a lot of airlines, a child under the age of 12, can't travel alone unless they're accompanied by an older child like a teenager, an adult, or they're part of their unaccompanied child program. But more importantly, for the average parent, they might think, oh my goodness, we have a program, we'll just put this kid into the program, they'll be safe. Well, some airlines have a stated policy that, for example, they get uh, stranded overnight at some airport in between your origin and destination, they won't put them up in a hotel, they'll turn them over to the local child protective service organization. 
And that's that's stipulated in the airline's uh, rules. So my suggestion to parents, if you're thinking of using one of these programs, look at what their rules are first. I know on airsafe.com you have an online complaint form. Do you ever, or does your website or any of your colleagues ever get involved in intervening on the on behalf of a passenger who's got a legitimate gripe? We're sort of a last-ditch uh, um, effort on the part of passengers. That is, if you have a complaint and you haven't gotten any kind of satisfaction from the airline, but you'd like to share it with our audience and share it with our community, we'd be more than happy to take the complaint, and we even have a website dedicated to nothing but uh, airline complaints. And a lot of these complaints really highlight many of the things I talk about in the book. Like I said earlier, the person complaining, oh, my laptop got stolen from my check luggage. Well, real simple. Don't put your laptop in your check luggage. Or, you know, the, the TSA person put something rude into my bag and a message uh, after I went through TSA. Well, that's something where the TSA shouldn't have done that. But there are things you should do if you're treated rudely. And don't just sit there and pout and mope and say, oh, my, I feel so bad. Take some action. Share your experience with the public. Share it with the TSA and tell them, look, this was wrong. It should change. I think, and, and we only have a minute left, so I don't want to make this a, a huge debating point, but I, Todd, I, I think people whine a lot about flying these days because people whine a lot. And I, I got to tell you, I don't think it's as bad as many people think it is. Well, I agree. And in fact, that's one of the reasons why there's a, a part of the book that basically says when you shouldn't complain. And one of the points I make is if you haven't followed the airline's procedure for dealing with a problem, you have nothing to complain about. If you've actually gone through a situation and it was resolved to uh, the airline satisfaction, for example, they returned your bag. Your bag's in one piece. There's nothing missing, nothing damaged. Do you really have a need to complain about it? No. You know, it was a problem. It got resolved. Move on with your life. And I think in a, a larger way to look at it is we're getting the airlines we deserve. We demand cheap fares and a lot of flights, and we're getting them, but that comes at a cost. You get what you pay for, and uh, that's no different in the airline world. Todd uh, Curtis is the curator and the guy behind airsafe.com. Check it out, and if you sign up to receive his uh, uh, missives, he'll send you a free copy of his new book called The Airsafe Com Airline Complaint Guide. Todd, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. If you want your own copy of the airsafe.com airline complaint manual and other books from airsafe.com, simply subscribe to the mailing list at subscribe.airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>